To the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 291. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Kelly Diamond. What's happening? Newcomer Chris Bennett. What's up, y'all? Hey, and then uh, also we might have James Babb popping in here at some point if he can get his uh, internet he just, situation worked out. He decides to grace us with his presence. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so, so I, I think like uh, number one tonight has has got to be Chaz, which Chaz. stands, yeah, Chaz, um, which stands for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. So Chaz is an area of I believe like six or seven blocks in Seattle that has been uh, you know taken over by Antifa, and they've created their own uh, little nation state there. Is it is it actually Antifa or is it? I, I believe wasn't it? Um, I, I believe it was people from Antifa that that, uh, that are like you know uh, were the mastermind behind it, as, as far as I know. But I mean, who knows? The mastermind. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Generous. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> like I, I gotta say, like I've researched a, 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 a ton about it, and uh, really, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've watched like a, a ton of videos, but you know, I, I still don't have like the greatest grasp on, uh, you know, what they're really trying to do. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. What's their goal there? Are they, I mean, do they expect this to last for indefinitely or? Yeah. Um, you know, not when you run out of food after a second day. <laughs> yeah, that, that was well, yeah. Have you seen their, uh, their vegetable garden? If you can call it that. They're, they're segregated. The you mean their segregated vegetable garden? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. It, it includes the allies of vegetables. So yeah. I don't think any of y'all can say that about your vegetation. So not even Jared. <laughs> yeah, I just I created my own chaz in the backyard today. <laughs> but everyone Harvesting can liberty. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, are they um? Have they had any interactions with police? Is Seattle trying to reclaim their, uh, their, I guess, alleged property? Um, like, yeah, um, I actually, like I said, I've been watching like a ton of, like, I just went on YouTube and looked up Chaz and was just like scrolling through like any video that looked like it would be worth my time, you know? So yeah. I, I, at this point, I probably watched about a dozen, dozen videos on, on Chaz. Wow. And then I think I saw like, uh, like a while after it happened, the governor of Washington was asked about it and uh, he just blew the question off. He said, Oh, I hadn't heard about that. It's like, whatever, fucker. There's Have you no way you don't know about, about this. Day. Like everybody else has known about it for a couple of days. You yeah, know, that's rough. That's rough. And then, and then I, I think the, I think the mayor of Seattle, um, she's this uh, de- democratic lady and she's like, she's not doing anything about it. And I think she's even said that uh, the whole thing's peaceful um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I've, I've heard a bunch of stories. Like I've heard that, uh, is anybody else here that apparently the, um, like the, the people that are in, in charge of Chaz have, uh, like, uh, asked for protection money from some of the residents. I heard, I heard that, but I heard that, but then I heard that was, uh, that was debunked that that wasn't oh. actually happening. 
I even heard it from like right wing people that it was it was kind of nonsense. Well, um, I don't know if that's true or not. Well, I did see in some of the videos, like some of the some of the uh, guys watching the perimeter are armed. Yeah. So, and then I believe I read that uh, the, the group that's armed that's watching the perimeter, the perimeter, I think they're called the John Brown Gun Club. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you guys are familiar, with, of, you're familiar with John that, Brown, actually. right? Well, John yeah, Brown, course. yeah, took over the arsenal at Harper's Ferry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Big, abolition, big abolitionist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is kind of funny because uh, we don't know. Are these guys like anarchists masquerading as communists or or what? Because there's a lot of rumors going about either one. So yeah, they're it's, trying it's to like be communal. They're trying to be communal and you know and get and be more, I guess, egalitarian. But like, uh, do we know if they have any demands? Like, yeah, they do. I okay. did, I did see a list. Um, I did see a list, but it was like they're asking for like the whole fucking Bernie agenda, according to that. <laughs> like I, they're just like, listen, while we're here, can we have free health care, free college? And it's like, whoa, whoa, calm down, though. It's like it started <laughs> off as about like police brutality, you know, cut your eggs. Wait, so the, the people that are in an, an autonomous zone separate from the United States are asking for free health care from the United oh, States. They have demands. Yeah, they have demands <laughs> about what they want. And I think the demands are meant to be like, this is what we'll do to concede back to you this space. You know, I think that's what it is. Is it's like I think I think they're they're negotiating the hostage of six blocks yeah. you know of geography, not so much people, because I think people can come and go for the most part, with the exception of like state agents, but Right. Unless you're the fire department and they call you, then you can come and put out their fires for them. But like, <laughs> but I don't know. It just Does seems really odd. Like, I, it just seems really odd. I think yeah. so. I've heard that, but I don't know. Again, I don't know. Like, yeah, what's true and what's not about it. It's kind of like coronavirus. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Depends. Right. Is it Tuesday? Because if it's Tuesday, then it's these things, you know. And if it's Wednesday, it's something else. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, the whole thing is like uh, just pretty in- insane. In, uh, I'd heard that there was like a warlord that took over named Raz. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he had like taken over, but then there was another rival warlord <laughs> that was contesting his power. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. <laughs> That's so what it I turned heard. into Rwanda. Yeah, basically. <laughs> kind of sounds like it okay. kind of like, it kinda sounds, sounds like mini Somalia or something. Warlords. Yeah, well that's yeah. well that's what they're you know. I mean, the saddest part about it is that people think that like, oh, see, this is what anarchy is, right? Yeah. This is what okay. happens when you have anarchy. But you know, the reality is that this is just a bunch of. I don't know. Like board commies. protesters, <laughs> yeah, commies and board protesters that don't have, um, you know, anything else to do. So they've taken over an area that's basically just hyper liberal already. You know, you're not contesting yeah. any land that's like, you're not going into like Alabama and being like, well, we own the town square of Alabama, you know, Let's see how well that goes, you know, yeah, whatever. But, um, uh, I heard that the area that they actually took over is like hyper gentrified. Like it's. Um, oh, is it? 
Yeah, like it's all just like rich white people, like rich white liberals and shit. Oh, and, you know, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it's just yeah. there's a lot of irony to be had. Now, um, the other thing about it too, Trump has threatened to send in uh, troops, right? If uh, the mayor doesn't yeah. get the job done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not going to go was, well. Think, yeah, it's not going to go well. But. Yeah, it's not that's good. That's not to say that's not to say that that won't happen, but oh yeah, it, it's all it's it's all pretty nuts. Um, I think in Maryland, didn't they have like, I think just like a month or two ago, like they had like a coronavirus test, and I think the government the governor like had them like guarded, uh, had armed guards on them just in case the uh, just in case Trump wanted to come in and steal them. Right. Yeah. So you guys I heard about that? that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like because uh, because wasn't it because um uh, pre, uh somewhere else a previous group had um a previous agency had uh, uh just taken a bunch of PPEs or something like that previously I think that's the reason why they did it oh. yeah mm-hmm. yeah man it, I don't know like yeah all this stuff is just like it's it's pretty fucking nuts it's, it's crazy times right now it is. It is. And I mean, I think, you know, I, I feel like if, if in fact, Jared, if that really is like the, you know, a densely populated, you know, white liberal zone of people making demands, I think it kind of sucks that it's like they drowned out the message of, you know, of what the whole, the whole George Floyd thing was about, which is the police brutality piece and the whole, you know, right. targeting of, you know, of people regardless of, you know, I mean, whether, what you know, the racial aspect, you know, aside, just the mere, the police brutality piece of a man right. dying under a man's knee over, you know, a possible bogus 20, you know, I mean, that's it. So that, that story gets lost if you start making it about your hippie commune in Seattle, you know? Right, exactly. It's like, it's like, right. um, which kind of sucks. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but it's like you've stolen every headline so that you can, so that people can watch your ass, you know, get your shit stolen from your tent, you know, and then feeling like, well, that was just a spontaneous donation. I guess I had to make to the greater good, you know, that type of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, or the home, or the homeless guy just like dancing in your vegetable garden with his, <laughs> with his stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone know how to make how to uh, change the gestation period of tomatoes because we're hungry now. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So, did anybody else see uh, Chappelle's new special? Yes, I saw it. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, so like what I saw was like a video on YouTube and it was like uh it's it was called 846 and it's like 27 minutes long. So yeah. I'm I'm guessing maybe that's just part of the show? No, it's the whole show. Oh, that is the whole show then. Okay. He does a 30 minute thing. It's like a 30 minute thing of him of uh, him addressing the George Floyd thing. And did he release that to Netflix? Yeah, but you can also see it for uh for free on uh, Reason. Reason has an article that okay. it's embedded in you can watch it yeah, like, don't have I, I thought that that was good it, like I, i've always been like a, a huge fan of Chappelle. yeah and uh like i don't it, like recently when he did the uh the sticks and stones special i just thought that that was that was totally great you know mm-hmm. like he, he made a special that he knew was going to trigger yeah i mean just you know everybody to the right of hillary clinton I mean, no, I'm sorry. No, I mean, no, no, that was the wrong phrasing. I'm, <laughs> but no, he knew he knew it was going to trigger like half the country, right? 
And then right. he called it sticks and stones. It's just like the ultimate troll job. It was, uh, yeah. it, it was great. And then, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, eight, four, six. That was, uh, that was some real shit. Yeah. So what he's, he's just addressing the, the George Floyd thing, just all the protests, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And, uh, like one of the parts, like he kind of, uh, he kind of addressed like uh, Candace Owens, right? He was just like ragging on her, and it was just pretty hilarious. But, uh, was he calling her a grifter? Well, I mean, he no, he called her worse. Well, oh, like yeah. you know, like I, I think one of the the nails he hit on the head, one of the nails he hit on the head, you know, Candace Owens said like, "Well, why are we making a hero out of George Floyd?" And then you know she names like you know all of his all of his prior sins. But, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle pointed out, he's like, we didn't make a hero out of George Floyd, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, that was done when the man was executed, you know what I mean? Like, that's when he was made a martyr, you know. Right. It was, uh, you know, it's not like anybody picked him. If anybody picked him, it was the, the cop that killed him, right? Or right. the three other cops who did nothing. Right. You know? Damn, yeah, I got to watch that shit. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. And, you know, when I approach people, when people say stuff like that on 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 Facebook and stuff. Well, well, he was convicted, blah, 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 of all this stuff. And I was just like, but at the same time, though, um, you don't, you don't take the law in your own hands and just murder somebody because you can. All right. That's why we have a jury system to have at least a shot, you know, you know, sentencing, trial, sentencing, and all that stuff. The guy, the cop literally, uh, said that it, literally by taking, you know, his life was judge, jury, and executioner. You know, so, you know, I mean, and how much time would he have gotten? Cares, possibly for like a twenty dollar bill for a forged was that twenty dollar bill. Barely a misdemeanor. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, right. unless he was running like a whole operation where he was, you know counterfeiting oh. bills but i highly doubt that i highly doubt that situation. yeah i mean Men don't I, don't like competition <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. okay okay so exactly. dude okay there's no doubt in my mind if if george floyd was uh running some sort of counterfeit bills operation they would have already found out about it and they would have blown Obviously. it up oh i'm not Obviously. suggesting that's even yeah. remotely true so, no that's not even so, true yeah. no but, we were just trying know, to come up with the worst case scenario right right true. yeah well you know one definite possibility of this is you know he could have went to 7-Eleven, bought his morning coffee, only had a $100 bill, and he was given uh, a bad 20. Right. You know, and they could have I mean, got yeah. it from somebody else. You know, who, right. who knows? I mean, right. like at this point, we don't know. So it's, it's kind yeah. of like, you know, speculation to really say too much about it because, I mean, that could really happen to anybody, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I think that, you know, I think that at the end of the day, making it about what, you know, what somebody did at, at, a, at a different point in time is a complete distraction and completely irrelevant to yeah. what, why he was killed in, in that moment. You know, I mean, it's, a, it would be like, it would be like getting into a car accident and accidentally, you know, and then in that accident, you killed somebody and you find out that that person was a pedophile. It's like, okay, fine. You might not lose any sleep over it. But at the same time, it was still manslaughter. Like, you still fucking, there's vehicular manslaughter. You fucking killed somebody, dude. Like, you're still going to have to own that. Like, it doesn't matter because you didn't know at the time that he was off to go find some kids. All you knew was that you made, you know, you ran a red light and you hit somebody and killed them. And right. that's, you know, so to dredge up the past at this point and, and to try and justify it 
that's the culture, right? That's, 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 what, that's what a lot of Americans are conditioned to do. It's like, okay, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let me see how much context I can pan this bitch out and see how much context I can put into this to where I could possibly legitimize what just happened, you know? And it's like, you can't, you can't, you have to go back 13 fucking years. You gotta go back 13 right. fucking years to, to, to dredge up what he did. He paid his, he did his time. He's square with the house. He was, he had a legitimate job. He probably, like you said, innocently went on with a 20 that he didn't realize was bad and tried to pay with it. They told him no. He didn't put up a fight about it. He left. Like, different if maybe he started a fight with the vendor and said, take my fucking 20 and, or something. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He fucking left. Right. And, like, and then he gets arrested. It's like, mm, no. And then get like, you know, eight minutes and 46 seconds of, of suffocation is... I mean, that's, that's gotta be terrifying. Mm. You know, I don't care who you are. Like if you're yeah. calling out for your mom at that point, you can be the biggest, baddest dude there is. And in that moment, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you're, you, you realize that this is it, right. you know, that, that, that's gotta be terrifying. Yeah. Wasn't the, um, the one, the one uh, white guy that got killed like many years ago. Uh, he was like calling for his mom too, right? On video. Kelly Thomas. Or was it yeah, Kelly, Kelly Thomas. Thomas. He called for his dad. He called, yeah, his, dad. called for his dad like 30 yeah. times. 30 times. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, mm. I can't even imagine. I can't. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around that and how people can be so glib. Yeah. About uh, toward, you know, a loss of life that way and being taken that way. You know, I mean, it's already tragic when people die in accidents, you know, but to die in such a deliberate way is. Yeah, that shouldn't that should be that should, really shouldn't be tolerated. And the fact that there are people doing that, there are, that there are people like Candace Owens who are literally just saying, well, it's OK. It's like, mm, no, it's not. It, if it was OK, then anybody could have done it and gotten away with it. But anybody right. couldn't have done it and gotten away with it. Only a cop can do that. And that's the problem. The amazing thing to me, though, is is like there's like the incidents like we just talked about Kelly Thomas and it's like it's like nobody knows about Kelly Thomas. The only people that knew about Kelly Thomas were like libertarians, people who paid attention to police brutality, uh, brutality. Police brutality prior to Black Lives Matter. The only people that did were libertarians as far as I could see. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, for the most part, that's for I mean, the most part. Yeah, yeah I mean, at least in a large for the most number. Part, yeah. 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 As, a, as a general movement, yeah. I, yeah. Think the, I think the thing is, is that the libertarians remember a lot of stuff, okay? Especially when it comes to authorities abusing their power, okay? To, I mean, we could go back to 1992 with the, um, with the, uh, the riots in, in L.A. and um, Rodney King and all that kind of stuff, too. And we could probably go back even further to, you know, the riots in 68 and whatnot with the police brutality and there were a lot of Bruce police brutality during the civil rights era, you know, but I think, I think the libertarians for the most part, we understand history. We, you know, um, we use history, you know, to say, Hey, look, you know, this is happening again. You know, what are we going to do? to stop this because if we don't stop it in 2020 who says in 2022 or 2023 it's going to happen again and again and again and again what are we going to do to stop it now so it doesn't st happen again right so and i think a lot of libertarians are like 
um, well-versed in their history. But the problem is, is that we don't know how to convey that message. Okay. Well, I mean, you do have, you know, you have websites like Police the Police and Free Thought Project that have been posting cop videos for like, since they've been around, like every, every week, every, almost every day, there is a new video that they post where you can see the shit in action. It's not always murder, but you know, it's something that's um, egregious. And, you know, I, you know, like you were saying before, before the uh, show, Kelly, I mean, you know, if it takes this specific murder to be the genesis of large political action, I'm, I'm all for it. But, you know, it is a little frustrating to, like, be like, look, I've been saying this for fucking 10 years. Like, where have you motherfuckers been? But, you know, whatever. I mean, that's the way of the world. Like, that's how it happens sometimes. So, um, you know. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Is it's like, I mean, and that's, and where I get, where you know, and I was saying earlier is just, you know, I get upset about the All Lives Matter nonsense because it was like but if they did why weren't you listening when the libertarians were shouting from the rooftop like korea saying police brutality you know or police overreach or police state we were i mean beacon was fucking lit we were firing shit in the air we were making noise and every fucking time we did you know we were laughed out of the room as conspiracy theorists and you know and and being told that well you know you're you're too fragile about the state and we you know and then Mm-hmm. chime in with a chorus about roads and children and you know and it's like <laughs> yeah. and it's like okay you have to derail this conversation about you know children and roads because if you don't and then you have to start facing the facts about police brutality about government overreach about the fact that you know what i call portal laws right i mean i call them portal laws because that's what they are the portals for the government and the police to come into your to interfere in your life so like a broken mm-hmm. taillight is a portal law for me because it's like there ain't shit wrong with a goddamn, you know, with a, with a broken tail light. It doesn't affect anybody, but yeah. that's a reason for me to pull you over. That's a reason for me to get my dog out here who has like a 23% success rate and sniffing out bad socks. And then, you know, he, and then he's going to mistake that for weed. And then he, now he can search your car and now we can seize your car. You know, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It all started with a broken tail light. All of the right. asset forfeiture, forget that. Okay, fine. Let's put the deaths aside for a second. What about the people who fucking lived? Talk to them because the people who did, who died are about a thousand. The people who lived through the brutality is another couple thousand. And then the people right. who lost their homes and cars is another several billion dollars, trillion dollars if you count it over years. Mm. And it's like, this is all the same. It stems from the same shit. You know, it stems from the same shit. It's the police. And it's like, this needs to be blown up. And if it's like, okay, white lives matter. Okay. Well, does white property matter? Because there's a whole field of asset forfeiture you can get uppity about if you don't want to get upset about the lives that get lost. I mean, yeah. anything, does anything matter? Because you keep telling me that all lives matter, but it's like, I don't see you. I don't see that. I'm not seeing you getting pissed. Yeah. You know, I need you to get pissed now. That's what I need you to do then. They're just Prove being it. reactionary. They're not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. mean, like I, I can say as a person who, uh, you know, I, I've been like really huge into uh, police accountability for a long time, well before the, the term Black Lives Matter, you know. So I was constantly like, you know, sharing these articles of, you know, police uh, abusing their, their power and uh, brutalizing people. And then I remember the first time I heard Black Lives Matter, it's like my initial response was, all lives matter. That, that was the first time I heard it. And 
I, I was always sharing all these abuses of power. So like my point is, I don't think that everybody who says all lives matter is like, is not paying attention. No, that's, no, that's fair. That's fair. It, it's uh, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, it's like, I wouldn't even want to say it now. Cause like when you say it, I feel like like people automatically assume that you're racist and it's, it, it, that's just bullshit. It, it's like, yeah. It's kind of like everybody wants to like point the finger at people and, and call them racist because it's like, oh, no, you're racist. I don't even have to hear what you have to say. What, what you say does not matter. Right. And it, it's I, just like everybody's racist. Everyone's a Nazi. And well, you know, and that also, that also doesn't speak to the greater problem, even if, even if you pulled racism out of the equation, right? Let's say, okay, everybody loves each other and nobody sees race. That's fine. You still have police brutality. You still have a Milgram experiment happening. So, like, fucking address it. You know, like, you've got people who are power tripping over their badge right now for any reason. And it looks like, you know, you, know, you look like low-hanging fruit because you've got a car that, you know, that, 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 that's, a, you know that, that's expensive, which tells me that you can afford my fees. You know, mm. or you've got a dilapidated car, which signals to me that I can profile you and maybe somebody who's illegal, who's got some shifty shit going on. I mean... Why is there, you know, I mean, if you think about it, why is there border patrol sitting on the side of our highways in California, the, one, the major artery that comes in from San Diego is I-15, and there's literally border patrol, green and white, sitting along the side of the road as if they were cops, looking for what? Trucks with lawnmowers in them? I mean, I don't fucking know. How are you going to pick out an immigrant in the fucking, on a freeway? in their cars other than right. profile their fucking cars. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going 80 miles an hour. Like what the fuck? What are you finding? And it's like, okay, I'm going to just pick out this fucking car because you know, if they slow down enough, I can maybe see their skin color. And it's like, I can pull them over and see if they have their papers. And it's like, this is what we're, you know, this is the stupid shit that it's like, there's it's a bigger thing where it's like, okay, yes, maybe racism is an ingredient in there because it, it, I mean, the, the, I mean, the position of police officer in general, like, attracts some really shitty people i mean and by you know by no means does it exclude the racist so he has community <laughs> community and every other thing you know and he's gonna go out and fucking you know run his little you know, his little agenda himself he could do that you know he can with the full protection of the union but even if you pulled out even if you pulled the racist piece out you still got police brutality you still got a, a huge overreach of authority and you still got profiling you still got you know revenue generation you still got all sorts you got that whole other side of it that right. doesn't go away when you when you fix the racist part you know so it's like there's still the rest of the onion after you peel that one layer back you know <laughs> like that, yeah that's gonna make you cry so well yeah and, and going off that um you know, my, 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 my common response to, well, at least my, my, my take on focusing on the race aspect is, you know, beyond the fact that like, all right, well, this is how we apparently can get people motivated and involved right now, but it's like, okay, so what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to make police brutality more even. So we're going to have an even distribution of police brutality. Like, okay, 13% of police brutality is going to be for black people yeah. and then you know so on and so forth yeah. and it's like well why don't we just focus on just eliminating br police brutality or you know right. at least like or lowering it significantly it. what's that or lessening it or yeah you know? i mean ideally I mean, yeah ideally to zero but like progress is progress you know but um right 
whether or, it or, keeps or, or eliminating their power, you know, to to to, to get away with this shit, you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you could you you can't uh, in instances like this, you know, it's rare that a cop goes to jail. Okay, I mean the prison. All right. right? It's like what less than two percent or something like that. All right, because the jury doesn't want to convict a uh, convict a cop. Okay, right. so. I mean, the libertarians have put out all, all these answers, okay, all these solutions, all right? But, you know, the power structure is like, oh, no, we can't do that because, you know, we love our cops so much and blah, blah, blah. They're just, do, they're, just, yeah. they're, just, they're just doing our dirty work for us so we don't have to do it, blah, 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 yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like, and I was talking to my mom the other day and I, I was telling her, is we were talking about it, uh, uh, and my and, and uh, I said, why don't we require uh, officers or the to have insurance, you know, uh, upon graduating from the police academy, all right? Um, but uh, she's just like, what are you talking about? Then I went through, you know explaining this to her and she goes i think that's a freaking great idea and she's a freaking democrat all right <laughs> and she's like i think that's a i think that's a great idea you need to push that and i go actually it's been pushed the libertarians have been pushing it for years but we don't get since we have no power in the system okay no one wants to hear us but um she goes i think that's a great idea you know blah 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 so you know she thinks I should be a policymaker, and I was just like, mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do have a bachelor's degree in political in in public administration, I just don't want to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that yeah, kind of goes hand in hand point. with you know, misery loves company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that kind of goes <laughs> yeah. hand in hand with the whole move to get rid of um, qualified immunity. As Ed has pointed out in the chat, um, which uh, I believe Ju Justin Amash has a bill in right now or, or something to that to that degree, which basically says like you, if if a cop you know fucks you up and you decide that you want to sue, you can actually sue the police officer directly. Um, which you know, if that's on the line for for a cop, they're going to think twice about. They might, if they're smart, which not many of them are, but if they're smart enough, they might they might think twice about um, you know doing some some fucked up shit because they're going to be they won't be as shielded as they normally are. So it's definitely a, a step in the right direction. I don't know if it gets at the it, the core of the problem, but um, there's that. And then there's also uh, Rand Paul. I heard recently um, wants to end uh, no knock. Uh, no knock warrants, which Ed just pointed out as I was saying that. Um, but uh, yeah, he wants to. He put he has a bill in to end no knock warrants, which is which is a pretty awesome thing because you know that's how Duncan Lemp died. Um, that's how Breonna Taylor, Taylor died. Taylor died right. You know that's how a bunch so of people. many people have died. That yeah, way. there was an incident in Denver. Oh yeah, the three year old. Yep. That was, yep. oh, I think her connection got bad. Anyways, um, she'll jump back on. Oh, 
She's go ahead. Me. Go ahead, Chris. Oh no, go ahead. There, there no. was a case in there was a case yeah. in Denver where uh 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 uh, 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 uh an immigrant from Africa, the he his 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 uh um uh he was in his house was uh invaded by cops and it was the wrong house. I mean, we could go on and on and on for cases and cases and cases, you know, of of of, of this kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that having that pass would be it would be pretty huge. Um you know, it's kind of ridiculous that it even needs to past because i mean theoretically speaking that's covered under the fourth amendment but you know you know so so goes the constitution um but anyways what else we got what else we got matt you got any more uh talking about uh we're talking about dismantle or or defund the police as well i think that was so a, a topic of conversation yeah, and I think that that goes like right in with this, you know. And I, th- I think as as, yeah. as libertarians, you know, we're we're like defund the defund the police, shit, yeah. But as libertarians, we've also never really seen, uh, you know, it's the people that are calling for defunding the the police are mostly, um, you know, liberals, progressives, and I, I don't think we've ever seen them defund anything. So <laughs> no, it's, yeah. something else, right? Like yeah. So, I mean, the, the way I see, the way I see this going out is, um, I, I think they're gonna, st- I think they'll take some money away from the police in- initially, and then they'll start some other bureaucratic black hole that'll just like, uh, you know, eat a bunch of tax dollars, and then six months go by and the cops are like, hey, we're we're starving over here. We've been defunded. We 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 can't do our job, and they'll get every bit as much money, if not more. I, I, this is just the way that I see this happening. Yeah. You know, li- living in or they uh, get self-funded, right? I mean, they amp up the fees, amp up the forfeitures, mm. and triple down on what they're doing now. And they're like, okay, we can be like the USPS; we'll just fund ourselves. And I mean, they'll take road piracy to a whole new fucking level. And that's where I get fearful: is that they'll still. I mean, if you don't, if you don't tackle the things that enable them to do what they're doing. It, it, and it's not just the funding. The funding isn't what necessarily enables them. I mean, me giving you funding, you could just as well blow it on a on a you know on on cars and shit. You know, that's not, that unto itself is kind of benign. But you give them the immunity, you give them the immune protection, then you give them all these different laws and shit. And you know, any laws talking about, and you got you know, and you give them quotas to boot. Then it's like. Where does it go? I mean, you take away the funding, they'll find funding. You know, I mean, civil asset mm. forfeiture is a two point one trillion dollar industry <laughs> right now. I don't mm. even want to know what it's going to become. You know what I'm saying? Like that's going to be its own fucking economy. It'll have a GDP and everything. Like, Jesus. I don't know if I'm if I'm down for that. You know, like it's scary. Like, you can't leave a political vacuum. That's the problem. Is that while you and I can be cool without a police force, all of us could, right? Um, everyone could except the police and except for politicians and they're not going to stand for it. You leave that vacuum there, but you still have a police force and they're still armed. They're still militarized. You haven't tackled the problem. You take away just the funding and they'll just throw a fit and that fit will be in the streets. You know, I, I'm that, that, that's a scary fucking prospect for me, you know, and, and as a libertarian, as much as I want the defunding and the dismantling of the police, I'm also a skeptic 
right? I mean, anytime somebody says, oh yeah, let's do this. It's like, mm, gotta make sure you think that through though, because, yeah. <laughs> because that unintended consequences that you weren't thinking about with the other policies that you're living through now, <laughs> there's more, <laughs> there's more right. waiting on the other side of this, you know? Yeah. I think, I think that we could go at it about two different ways here. The anarchist side of me says, uh, get rid of the police force, okay, and do and have neighborhoods or, you know, privatized, uh, you know, security or whatever. But that, but that's going like, from here to all the way, you know, going way beyond. But the libertarian ass, the libertarian side of me says, okay, we need to do, we need to end uh, qualified immunity. We need to end the war on drugs. We need the, you know, uh, no knock. We need to do things to lessen the power of the police force. Okay. And then start with, start there. Right. And as, and hopefully as police brutality lessens and lessens and lessens, then we can, go to the next step and the next step. I mean, you know, they didn't get uh, de uh, demilitarized the, the, the police force, you know, all this stuff that makes policing just, just amped up on steroids. So, and then once we get to that part, and then people realize, do we really need a police force? We, so, you know, it, it goes in steps like, we can't get rid of like government in a, in a day, although we a lot of us would love to, okay. But there's a, there's steps, and as a as someone who is majored in like policy and stuff like that, yeah. But my heart really goes for just edit it all now quickly, whatever you yeah. know. So, but I think well, part of that has to be, you know, I was telling Matt earlier is, is, you know, make them less relevant and less necessary by having less laws, right? I mean, yeah. yes, less 100%. Laws, so right. less laws means that I have less to enforce. If I have less to enforce, I have less need to be out there. And so then you're, you're, if you strip it down, if you strip down your laws to things where that, you know, that truly violate people's rights, murder, rape, theft, you know, yeah, all of a sudden rights. cops would be respected. Right. Just like right. firemen. Yeah. yeah, no one, no one, I, there was, you know, there was a, there was a, there was a tweet that went viral or whatever um, that, that said, no one, there's no songs called fuck the fire department, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like no one hates on the fire department except for like hardcore libertarians who are like, well, what, what, you know. when I'm out and about, I don't fear fire, firefighters, you yeah. know, when, right. when they're in the store, I don't fear a firefighter. They're yeah. like, hey. I mean, would I like them to be privatized? Sure. But like, sure. I'm not upset about, you know, them violating my rights, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. and they're not fucking going around trolling the streets on the 4th of July and Memorial Day saying, hey, is that barbecue up to, you know, regulatory standards? Do you have right. a license for that fucking meat? And it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're not doing any of that. Like, they're just like, hey, that smells like barbecue. And then keep yeah. going. <laughs> right, right. Oh, there's a fire. So, let me put that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Step aside, <laughs> ma'am. Here, let me save your cat. You know, and it's like. Right. I mean, I don't know, like, that's, and that's the thing, you know, if you, if you get it to that place, then yeah, you know, people could have some modest respect for somebody who could solve a crime, you know, I yeah. mean, 
that, you know, and not leave, you know, not leave rape kits untested and, you know, yeah. and leave stolen vehicles unfound. You could, you'd have time, you'd have the bandwidth to do that rather than, you know, chasing down people for money. So right. you get rid of, you know, you, I mean, I can't imagine, I mean, I can't imagine there being more than like, what, a page of laws that might violate somebody's <laughs> rights, you know, and it's like, but we've got books on books. Right of people, you yeah, know, libraries. petty shit, yeah, sincerely, <laughs> like, that's a problem, you know, and that I need yeah. a degree to, like, get out of a ticket, you know, it's like, wait, <laughs> you know, right. like, that. when did it get that complicated, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, who is that helping? Who is that really protecting? Totally. Exactly. And, uh, you know, of the state. also, like, another thing that, that another thing that I possibly see um, happening out of this is after they, quote-unquote, defund the police, right, Mm. Um, you know, I could see the establishment creating some sort of, uh, national police, uh, you know, I mean, tell me that Wasn't that what the FBI is already. Well, yeah, but I could see them just making another one. Yeah, yeah sure. I could see them just making another one. Um, and it, yeah, th- that would be uh, good for nobody. Trust me. No, that's true. I mean, well, that's like, you know, people talking about how Hitler got rid of unions and I'm like, no, he nationalized the unions. So he didn't get rid of unions. He just centralized it even more. And it's like, and that's what people don't get. It's like, yeah, they got, he got rid of the small non-centralized unions, all the little, you know, industry unions so that he could nationalize them. And it's like, and that's where people get, you know, and same thing with like what the department of education, has that done anybody any good to make that a federal agency? Like, no, you know, it hasn't. No, nobody's, nobody's done any better with that. You know, but every time we, every time something gets taken away from a state level or a local level, it gets kicked up to the feds and then they create a bureaucracy that is so incredibly fucked that it's like when you thought, you know, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, the government finds a way, you know, <laughs> you're just like, holy shit, you did that, didn't you? Like you made it worse. <laughs> we tried to get rid of this thing and solve and you ended up doing this thing that's even worse. Wow. You know, and it's like, and that's where I, that's, and again, that's, that's where I get concerned is that you're right. It could get kicked up to a federal level. It could become more centralized. It could become more powerful and it could become, you know, more militarized. And, you know, that's where, I mean, everybody should be skeptical of that, of where it goes from there. Like, make sure you have a handle on the pieces that you're breaking, you know, before you go and just say it's done, you know, and walk away from it. Because you don't know the, the shape that these, these little fragments can take, you know. Yeah, like, like I was telling someone the other day, I was just like, I'd rather trust someone who's local, okay, who knows the community, and stuff like that than someone who just graduated from some kind of national, you know, police, you know, the academy or something like that coming from another different, you know, part of the country coming in and, you know, doesn't know anything about the community, doesn't know anything, you know, I might as well just keep it, you know, like local. If we had to, then, you know, uh, someone coming in from, you know, somewhere that they don't, they don't know about. So. Yeah. Right. Definitely, man. It's uh yeah, really no good. Uh, yeah. A national police force would uh, basically be like the department of education. You know, it will do us no good. It, it will definitely, I would say it would make us worse, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of any president that I would want to see leading up a national police force. Um, I definitely don't want <laughs> Donald Trump to, 
Hell no. You know? But yeah, no. I can't think of any president. The only, the only argument I would say is that perhaps it would restrict them a bit because they might not have the resources to have like, you know, a cop every fucking quarter mile on route 26 or, you know, it might restrict it a bit in, 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 in resource level because I mean, they, you know, they just, they don't have the money to pay for that shit. I mean, yeah, they can keep printing money, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, they'd have to move some of that military spending to, uh, you know, domestic spending, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's just a devil's advocate, status advocate argument, if you will. Yeah, but then again, but then again, you're going to have to increase the military budget as well. Well, yeah, I mean, that could happen as well. Which is too high as as it is. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how you slice that, though, that's fucked up because it's like even if you say even if you say I won't add another dime to military spending, but that shit's already fucking in the you know hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, high hundreds of billions. And you know, there if there if if the Pentagon were placed in charge of our police, I'd be oh my god, that that's some that's some shit. Like that that's that's a level of shit where it's like who cares how it gets paid for? It exists. That's our problem. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it fucking exists would be my problem. I don't give a fuck how it gets its money. Like at that point, it's just like you gotta stop the recruiting. Like you gotta just yeah, you gotta yeah. turn your kids away and get them into Canada or some shit. You know, like like because then like military service, mandatory military service, mandatory community service. That shit's getting floated. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit's think- getting floated. It's like that shit comes together. It's like mm-mm, nope, nope. That's yeah. Mr. Right. Smith from. <laughs> matrix i don't need that yeah um i I believe obama at some point um he suggested some sort of like mandatory community service and uh you know it was i guess there was so much like outcry that you know he was never able to do anything with it or whatever um and then i know uh, what is his name beto o'rourke like he mentioned it too um early along his uh like campaign time and then uh, you know, so many people were just ragging on him for it that he like recanted it the next day or two or something. So. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of Democrats specifically that that would love to see something like that. It seems. And you know, it was way it was funny. I saw a excerpt of Joe Biden giving a speech. God help me, I'm never getting that time back. So y'all can hear this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But he was talking about these, you know, he's like, you know, people don't think the Democrats are tough on crime, but we are. And he starts going on and he's, and it's like, this is his sales pitch. Okay. Cause I'm just like, I can't believe this is what you're stumping on, but okay. And he's like, we are tough on crime. He's like, look at every major crime bill that's ever been passed. Well, yeah. He wasn't was he a author. co-author of the, of the 1994 crime bill? Yeah. Yep. But like there were plenty of others that yeah. like were all co-signed by and, and like authored by Democrats, not Republicans. And I was like, yeah. Holy shit, dude. Like that, that's not, that should not be the crown jewel of your, of your campaign right now. Like you should probably be pointing out some, anything else, but it's like, right. he's like really proud of this, you know? And I'm and, just like, well, he's trying to grab the, he's trying to grab the Trumpers. Well, uh, it's not going to work, but no, you know, that's what he's trying yeah. to do. Also, you know, the 1994 cry bill disproportionately um, sent most of his supporters, if you want to say, you know, blacks and minorities are, are, are Democrats, okay, for the Remember, most part. Remember, you're not black if you don't vote for Biden. 
That's right. You're not well for for the for Chris, the most are you part, black, dude? I guess I'm not. Oh um, damn. That's um, but, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. It's all right. You know. You know. Uh, he, he, he's he, he threw a disproportionate of his uh, so-called supporters in prison. Yeah. Where you know, in some states, it, it, you can you can't vote once you release from you know prison or whatever. Oh, so, so did, you know, did Biden pick his VP yet? No, it's so, cho- chosen down to six. Yeah. So you know what I heard. Um, I think my wife just told me this yesterday that uh, apparently he's looking at uh, Kamala Harris. Oh shit. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Oh. So this is hilarious because, you know, with this whole Black Lives Matter thing, it's like, okay, if you don't pick a black VP, like now you're going to be a racist, right? So now he might end up picking the most like cop candidate (laughs) like ever for his, you know, (laughs) it's, it's ironic how that, how that might happen that way. That's, Um, that's the one. Which I mean, they're, they're going to definitely lose in that case. I mean. that's the one uh, Tulsi took out, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was she her did. biggest victory. Honestly, her most important thing that she might have ever done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like the funny thing about Kamala Harris, like she made some comment about like how she would listen to like Snoop Dogg when she was in college <laughs> yeah. and while she was smoking weed. And but the thing was, like, she graduated college in like 1987, and Snoop Dogg's first record didn't come out until like 1992. Right. So right. it's like her, you know, her timetable didn't even line up. And I, I think it was, I think she was already in the uh, the public legal sector at that point when Snoop Dogg was out. When she was, um, so she was uh, potentially already putting people in jail for marijuana while smoking marijuana and listening to Snoop Dogg. You know, right. that's very possible. It's you know, I've said I've said this a bunch of times. Like, if you have some like some old fuddy-duddy who has been taught this drug war rhetoric their entire life, and like it's possible that they're ignorant, you know, and yeah. they they believe that marijuana is the same thing as heroin because well, it's in the books, <laughs> the same schedule one drug, you know, um, right. and it's like that, you know, that sucks, and that person's ignorant, and, and they suck for that, but. It, what sucks to me a million times more are presidents like you know George Bush and uh, yeah. Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Barack Obama, right? Because like all three of those guys, we, we know they all smoked weed, you know. Yeah, um, at least, yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> um, it, like yeah. With, yeah, exactly. With, with Bill Clinton, with Bill Clinton, like I've heard a bunch of stories about coke. And it's like, you know, whatever. I mean, I think if you want to do that, that's your own business. It's nothing that I've ever even tried. And, and I'm not really, I, I found a lot of cokeheads to be uh, just sketchy people. But I mean, I have friends that, you know, do it every now and then recreationally, you know, whatever. But, you know, if you do these things and you realize that it's not the end of the world, people just do this shit to have fun, right? right. And then, but, but then you're part of a system that like ruins people's lives and sends them to prison for years breaks up their families, makes them lose their jobs, you know, their houses, like, you know, you kill their fucking dogs, you know? So, you know, but you've tried these drugs and you realize, you know, they're really not that bad um, to be able to justify doing any of these things, you know? That to me is a special kind of evil. And you you had that with George Bush, you know? Um, Well, yeah. yeah. You had that with Bill Bill Clinton. Yeah. 
Yeah, like Bill Clinton yeah. ramped up the war on drugs, but meanwhile, yeah. you know, there's always there's always stories of him doing, um, you know, having fun times doing illegal drugs. You know, right. you know, s- same thing with uh, you know, Bush Jr. and uh, you know, Barack Obama. Even in his uh, memoirs, uh, I think he was talking about coke, and he said. Yeah. He made some line about doing a lot of coke, you know, like a lot of yeah. cocaine, you know, not just experimenting with it once, you know. Right. And, and you became president of the United States. So the thing is, is that, you know, coke doesn't necessarily per se ruin your life, but a cop absolutely will. The system will make sure of it, you know, and it's like, so it's not that drugs ruin lives per se, but the state absolutely does. You know right? what I was saying? We were talking about numbers before the podcast. A, a, a number that I would like to see is uh, the number of cops that have been killed by dogs versus the number of dogs that have been killed by cops. This, that would be a number. No shit, though. That would be a number no that I would like to see. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, there are, animal, there are animal people on, like, all sides of the aisles, you know? So right. it, maybe that would get people to notice, you know, because it, it's – it's it's like the reality of you know i mean we all know people that seem to care more about animals than they do about people right i'm not entirely i get it <laughs> well, no, I, get no, it. Like, like, I mean like, like dude like i know people that can watch like the most fucked up horror movie you know like the craziest oh, movie, yeah. you know oh but, yeah but then you know as soon as they're watching a movie and something bad happens to an animal you know it's like whoa you know yeah so, need a moment yeah yeah well, got the different priorities but I mean whatever you know I mean and that's the thing is it's like I think it's sad that we have to do it that way you know that people have to tier the priorities and then you you have to go find what it is that's going to trigger this person to want some sort of systemic change right it's like okay so it doesn't matter that these people that these people are getting killed regardless of the race but it matters to you that this dog got shot fine let's play up the dogs then because whatever it takes for you to fucking for it to click in your head that they're doing to dogs what they're doing to people because there's no difference in this cop's mind, you know, then maybe you'll get it, you know, that they, that they see all, all of these lives, these non-blue lives as expendable, regardless of your, of who you are in life and who you are in society. Maybe that's how I have to appeal to you. I have to go and, you know, cater and, and cater the narrative, you know, tailor the story to suit what your priorities are because you're not listening to me when I tell you that this guy got killed or that guy got killed. Okay. This fucking Chihuahua just got killed. Like, you know, I mean, seriously, he didn't pose a threat. There was no fearing for life. Like, you know, it was, it was smaller than a rodent. <laughs> it's like, and you killed it. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I think that it's sad that that has to happen. It's sad well, yeah, that people I mean, don't, you like, know. Like, like there have been uh, cops that have, I actually saw it on a video one time. I, I saw at least one video where they actually shot a dog that was in a kennel. So that was yeah, what? exactly. It, uh, in like, a cage. Yeah. So they, they yeah, raided. Okay. They raided a house, and I believe what they found was like the the guy had um like some. I think the only weed they found was like residue in the guy's uh, bowl. You know what I mean? So it's like a very minuscule amount of marijuana that they right. found. And then uh, they, they saw this on video. They actually shot the dog while it was in the kennel. So they obviously they were they were in no danger. They just didn't want to hear the dog bark, so they shot it. Jesus. So, I mean, that's just, that is the reality of it, you know, and that video was out there. That video was uh, way before Black Lives Matter. It's, uh, you know, this is just like, you know, I've been paying attention to this police shit for a long time. And, uh, you know, I think we need to go after the state instead of like, uh, uh, you know, getting, you know, trying to start some sort of like uh, race war. Because it seems like, 
it seems like the race aspect of it is like a, a, a big distraction because it's like cops are doing this to uh, everybody, all races. They're, you know, there are, are plenty of fucking examples. So uh, I don't know. Um, it's about I guess, getting people. It's about getting people concerned. Yeah, and uh, so well, we're out of time here. We're we're gonna take yeah. it over to the after hours program. So if you hit us up at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians and contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our after hours program and you will help keep the lights on down here in the anarchy basement. Uh, this podcast is brought to you in part by conversations about freedom podcast hosted by moral Bob. We also have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL, you'll receive a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and use the code PRL two, you'll receive a 20% discount until next time. Live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and cards and death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make the break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights What's a virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!